On today's Daily Slab, we talk about a guard who just had his highest point scoring game of the year this past weekend. We also talk about a division of wide receivers that is not doing very well in the NFL. And we are covering a couple of big, big news items happening in the baseball world. So sit back, relax, and enjoy today's Daily Slab. Welcome everyone to the Daily Slab. I am Nate, and our trender for today is James Harden. So Harden has been having a pretty good year, all things considered. Um, he is excellent in both field goal percentage, free throw percentage, three-point percentage, expected field goal percentage, true shooting percentage, and offensive rating. In fact, all of those things are above his career averages. That's a good season. His assists, also above his career average, chilling at 10.6, um, leading the NBA. So James Harden, great, great year. But there is one thing that is not above his career average, and that is his points per game. That is below right now. But he did just score his season high against the Bucks in a big win that stopped the Bucks' 16-game win streak. He scored 38 including 20 points in the fourth quarter against Chris Middleton. Um, a great, great game for him. Well, against the Bucs, Chris Middleton was guarding him. But a great game for him. 20 points in the in the quarter is almost his entire points per game for the entire season. And so hopefully, for the sake of Sixers fans and for James Harden collectors, he keeps this up as the Sixers near the playoffs because they are going to need James Harden to look like James Harden if they want to have a chance at beating the Celtics or the Bucks in seven games, um, as of right now, if this is if you get 22 point a game, James Harden, I don't know if they can do it. What's interesting here is that not only do the Sixers fans and cardholders hope that happens, they kind of need it to happen. In the last six months, his 2009 Topps Chrome Refractor, uh, number to 500 PSA 10, that's dropped 17 percent. So they need him. They need him to continue having these types of games where he scores close to 40 uh, to be able to move that card market and to be able to have a chance against the best in the East. In our post of the day, we've got a tweet from Daniel Jeremiah, and he, you can read the tweet here, I'm not going to read the whole thing, but he points out that there's only been six cornerbacks drafted from the Big 12 in the top three rounds of the draft of the last 10 years. That's not a lot. I mean, that's that's 30 rounds, and there's only six cornerbacks drafted in the last 10 years. That's not good. That's not good if you're a Big 12 cornerback. That's kind of embarrassing. Now, the point of the tweet is to point out that Big 12 wide receivers that are getting drafted high are not really facing quality competition in their conference in college. And the reason that's important is because there's been a lot of disappointing Big 12 wide receivers in recent years. In fact, I went through and looked, and for wide receivers drafted in the top two rounds of the last five drafts, there have been six wide receivers taken. You have Tyquan Thornton from Baylor, C.D. Lamb from Oklahoma, Jalen Rager from TCU, Denzel Mimes from Baylor, Marquise Brown from Oklahoma, and James Washington from Oklahoma State. Now, in the last year... These were their stats from this past season. Tyquan Thornton, 247 yards, two touchdowns, 13 games. That's kind of disappointing. C.D. Lamb, 1,359 yards, nine touchdowns, 17 games. That's a great year. 
No doubt about it. One of the best wide receivers in the NFL. Jalen Rager, 104 yards, one touchdown, 17 games. That's a pitiful year. Denzel Mimes, 186 yards, zero touchdowns, 10 games. That's also a pitiful year. Marquise Brown, 709 yards, three touchdowns, 12 games. Obviously, if he gets those extra five games, he's probably a 1,000-yard wide receiver. But it's not like the most spectacular trade a first-round pick for him type year that he had there down in Arizona. And then James Washington, zero yards, zero touchdowns, two games he appeared in. Not great stats across the board outside of C.D. Lamb. Marquise Brown's stats were fine. Everyone else's stats were bad. And it's interesting here because if you look at prices as well, it kind of pinpoints the prices here, um, or pinpoints the uh, problem here, is that 2022 Illusions Mystique Rookie Auto number to one. So he doesn't have his select or prism or anything, Tyreek Thornton, uh, or Tyquan Thornton. He doesn't have his prism select or anything like that. So you got to go lower on the list or lower on the totem pole of cards, which brings you to Illusions Mystique Rookie Auto number to one. It's a 101 auto. It sold for $61 on February 22nd. Uh, Jalen Rager, 2020 Immaculate Rookie Patch Auto number to 99, BGS 9. That sold for $25 March 5th. Then you have Denzel Mimes, or Mims. 2020 National Treasures Stars and Stripes Rookie Nike Patch Auto number to 3. That sold for $129 on February 27th. That's a really nice card. That's a massive card. Not a massive price. Then you have James Washington, 2018 Select Horizontal Rookie Gold Patch Auto, number to 10. That sold for $30 on February 20th. The same card just a year later, 2019, as opposed to 2018 for Marquise Brown. That sold for $49 March 1st. Marquise Brown was a former first-round pick who had a, was traded for a first-round pick. He's got a gold select patch auto selling for $49, bucks, number to 10. And then you have C.D. Lamb. Um, he's the best one. 2020 NT Rookie Tag Patch Auto number to one, selling for $5,049 on the 16th. But if you want a more like reasonable card, his same exact 2020 Select Gold Rookie Patch Auto uh, number to 10 horizontal, that sold for $385 on January 14th. So the other cards that sold for $49 and $30, this um, for Marquise Brown and for James Washington, his sold for $385. So you can see the price discrepancy there. We're, we're looking at what? One star wide receiver, one decent wide receiver, Marquise Brown, and four disappointments out of the six draft picks. And it kind of shows you that, yeah, this tweet had something going for it. Uh, there has been a lot of Big 12 disappointments from wide receiver standpoint. And if you are investing in wide receiver classes going forward, this is something to keep your mind on is that, hey, is he from the Big 12? Do I want to risk it? If the answer is no, then I wouldn't invest in a Big 12 wide receiver. And then in what's happening, the Jackson Holiday Super Fractor 101 Bowman Chrome Auto from Bowman Draft was hit just this past weekend by Filth Bomb Breaks. You can see it here. Massive, massive card, just absolutely disgusting. And I don't know how much it's going to go for, but I hope it goes to auction so I can see. My guess is it probably goes north of 200,000, but south of like 250, maybe. Maybe I'm severely overvaluing it, but I just feel like there's a lot of Jackson Holiday hype. Um, I, I guess, I don't know. I think, I think 
200,000 or a little bit above. That's my guess. Let me know your guess in the comments below. And then lastly, there's also some big news in the baseball world from a non-card standpoint, and that is Julio Rodriguez signed with Adidas, um, which is interesting just because kind of cool to see a young up-and-coming player like that get a deal so quickly from a major company. So hopefully that means good things for him and maybe potentially good things for cards moving forward. It'd be kind of cool to see some Adidas patches in that uh, on those on those cards and stuff. So we'll see what happens there, but uh, congrats Julio on that as well. And that is all I have time for today. Thank you everyone who watched this video. If you liked it, please click the like and the subscribe button. Helps us get this video out to more card collectors like yourselves. Thank you everyone, and I will talk to you guys tomorrow for the next Daily Slam. See you everyone.